dream last night. A vision. I saw a world full of people. Everybody was dancing and screaming loud. They were just there to listen to the music. It was deep. It was underground. Let's turn the world into a dance floor. Yes, welcome to a new podcast. My name is Ruben Ronde. For the very first time, I'm uh, able to welcome these gentlemen to the studio. For the very yeah, I, this is the first time I meet you actually. Yeah, uh, C Systems, how are you doing? Good man, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. good. I'm excited about uh, hearing more about the history of uh, C System, of, of course. Um, first of all, Aki. Yes, sir. You're from Oslo. Yes. And then we have you, of course, uh, Matt. You're coming from the UK. Yes. Um, you joined C Systems in 2011. My gosh, yeah, that's well. 11 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, a lot of people probably don't know that C Systems is actually uh, you probably started around 2008, 2007, something yes. like that. Yes. So, what can you tell us about how System C Systems uh, started, like back in the days before Matt was there? Actually, the best times, time right? The best, best of the best. <laughs> 2011 just went south really yeah. fast. No, you know, I was I was just doing trance music. Um, had some releases on Norwegian radio, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, I wanted to start a group, uh, a trance group. I uh, I um, figured out the name by looking at some Samuel Jackson movie. And they were talking about C systems something. I was like, yeah, that's a cool name. What's it? Wait, so that what? Yeah, yeah. It came from a Samuel Jackson movie. Yes, I don't even remember the movie now. It's some kind of old movie from the from the eight nineties or something. Yeah, and um, yeah, um, I was making a lot of music with my friend Starro at that time. Yeah. So you know, he joined the project at that time, Mm -hmm. and that's how we started. Uh, Had a couple of releases here and there. Um, We worked together for four or five years and um, then he quit he had some other priorities so I was working alone for a year or something doing collabs with Bushy uh, you're gonna need to explain that yeah oh yeah sorry sorry uh, Matt uh, yeah I always refer to Matt as Bushy Be, the, 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 and can we just spell that B-U-S-H-I just, just for the just avoidance to get it, of doubt. yeah because uh, you released some music also about 2007, 2006, 7, 8 yeah. on Audio Jelly, for example. Well, that is, yeah, that's the start of, you know, a, a great, a great kind of like music career for myself because, uh, yeah, so Steve and Ricky from Space Brothers. They were here yeah. literally three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. The legends. They are absolute legends and, you know, a massive thank you to those guys because, you know, they supported me very early mm-hmm. in my music career when I was doing stuff solo. Um, and yeah, we had loads of stuff on Audio Jelly, which was a really cool platform. Really enjoyed working with them. Um, and then um, we, yeah, basically from there, I, I signed a couple of tracks to Unearth Records. Yeah. As did Aki under Sea Systems. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of the first track. I remember because you were doing a track with Hannah. Yes, called To Be. Yeah, that one. That yeah, one. That one, yeah. And then. I think I 
approached you and said, mate, you need to add some more stuff or some more effects or you something said, like that. He's like, your production is not good. Let yeah. me help you. <laughs> he said, the track is rubbish. Uh, no, you're a disgrace to trance. That's what yeah. you said. No, no I didn't <laughs> say that, man. But you did, that. you did record those vocals with Hannah, which was really cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just a really nice process. And then you remixed, oh, Skyfall. Yes, and that was my with, collaboration with Luke Terry. Yes. A good friend of ours, Luke Terry, and he was one half of running Unearth Records. And that was it. The next track was 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 us together, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, we released the first tracks with like C-Systems featuring Bushy. Yeah. Uh, before we decided to... to uh, how did you join forces? Yeah, how did you decide that you, did you continue as C-Systems and not continue as Bushy? Oh, it's just confusing to like have have my solo name. So we just bin that off and um, yeah, just thought, no, I've got to go over. Keep it as C-Systems. Aggie had some history with the name. There was no point in starting a brand new alias at that point. Yeah. Um, so we just went from there. It was, we've never looked back really. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, well, you're doing a good job for yeah, 10 years so. already together. Yeah, it was good. In the, in the early days, it was very like ad hoc. We just tried things and it was only when we had our first track on Enhanced Music, which was called Ari, yeah. which was a C-Systems and Bushy track. And we thought- And Hannah Finson. And Hannah Finson, absolutely. She was doing some lovely ad-libs on that for us. Yeah. And we thought, you know what? This is actually really working. And that was not only the start of our relationship with Enhanced, um, but yeah, that was probably the first proper track that we thought, oh my gosh, we could really do something here. Yeah, I think yeah. the most important also, we had a good chemistry, right? Mm. Uh, and you know, we worked well together. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's two, two main things. We have the same sense of humor and we both talk about food more than music. We love, we love, kebabs. we love kebabs. Really? We, we are experts. So that's the thing. But the that is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> So the next album is called Kebab. <laughs> we could discuss that. <laughs> we can, yeah. All our tracks does have a project name or like a working title and it's usually something to do with kebab or yeah. chicken shish or... Yeah, oh. Kofta for life. Yes. Oh, it's it's I'm getting hungry now. Well, before, I would just want to jump back into the history a little bit more because this is, this is the main question that I ask everybody that comes here into the studio because... Yeah. You grew up separately in different countries, so you met each other through Unearth, Unearth uh, Music, the label. Yeah. But before that, you started your own career by yourself. Now I want to know, I'll start with you, Aki. Right. Um, how did you decide for yourself that you wanted to make music? What was your spark into dance music? Um, you know, I started when I was maybe 13 years old, uh, back then you know, with using Amiga. Uh, and I had a small sampler just, you know, sampling stuff at that that. But but why did you get that sampler? Why did you want to? That's why I'm trying to. Always. Like, what was the trigger that you you were like, okay, I want to make dance music. Always loved electronic music, man. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I think it just always appealed to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, especially the electronic thing about it, and you know, in the '90s, starting to go to house parties and you know, really discovering the electronic music. It just and it's stuck to my head, and it's been yeah. like this since then, you know. So. Do you do you remember because uh, uh, when I grew up, I was listening to certain radio shows that I was I was really sparked to into to get into trans music. And I know that uh, Norway, um, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, trans music has has a big roots in Norway because yeah. of the massive events that were held there. Um, 
Norge fell, for example, and uh, help me out. And There's the hyperstate, 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 hyperstate. Absolutely. I think the, the first show that Armin ever played outside of the Netherlands was in Norway. Oh yeah, yeah. He right. was warming up for Misha Helsloot, and Misha shared that here in the podcast oh, as well. Yeah, so he was yeah. a warm up ah, in Norway. All right. So how is it that was that one of your triggers as well that you went to these big events and then you were like, okay, the trans music, this is what I like. Actually, I did never go to hyperstate. No, I was always on those underground trans. Oh, you know, back in the days called rave parties, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, what can you say? So I mean, you were listening to that music and I was like, hey, I want to do this as well. Yeah, and, and back then I had an Amiga also <laughs> playing with making trance music on Amiga, which was a very difficult task because you only have four tracks, you know, yeah. four different slots. So yeah. That was, so you had some loops, was, a bass line, a pad and a lead. Yeah, so like what you did is like you bounced down those four tracks to one track and then you started adding three more tracks and you bounced, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a process. A lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. What about fun. you, Matt? How did you, um, because the UK has a, had a total different scene from, from Norway. Yeah, absolutely. So in my youth, I grew up at the height of drum and bass and uh, UK Garage, Speed mm-hmm. Garage, you know, we're talking about, you know, DJ EZ, MC Luck, you know, DJ Neat, amazing time for UK music, in, in my opinion. Uh, drum and bass artists like LTJ Bookham, like, you know, with like the ITB, like the intelligent drum and bass movement. But there was something about it. I thought, yeah, this is really cool. But I just stumbled across various sort of iterations of more, well, what we would say, you know, EDM styles, you know, it was, it was around, I think there was a compilation Oh, I can't remember what it was called. It's really annoying. Well, but even before that, there was some some un, sort of more underground stuff. I thought, you know, I have a, a very strong memory. I was 16 years old, and I remember I was in, I was in a class at school, and everyone had their you know their headphones on listening to music. Every single person was listening to compilations of garage and drum and bass, and I was just sitting there listening to trance. And I just I was you know such the odd one out. It was really weird, and they you know we passed tapes around, and they're like, what is this? This is this is crazy. I've not heard this stuff before. I was like, this is the future, guys. Do you remember which artist it was that you were listening to? Well, I can tell you the most iconic album that got me into producing trance, which is Trance Nation 2001, mixed by Ferry Coulston. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, it is, for me... The, probably the album. The Holy really Grail. Mm, for me, yeah. It's some tracks on there that are just so nostalgic. The entire mix is unbelievable. Two CDs of pure brilliance. And um, that's the first time I heard uh, Strange World by Push. That's my favourite trance tune of all time. Mm-hmm. I'll, get, I'll get that on, on air. That's my favourite trance tune. I just, there's something about it. That, that track, yeah. I think it's track three or four or something on the mix. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those compilations that you were... Uh, uh, the funny thing is I have the same with, for example, uh, all the Insurgent Sunrise compilations. Yeah. Or for me, it would be the the inner city city of, of, of Tiesto. That's okay, one of... That's yeah. like, for me, that was like... The, like I said, the Holy Grail. Like, I would listen to that yeah. city every, every single day. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really good, cool. Man. Good memories. Yeah. Getting oh, old. No. <laughs> man, I grew up I grew up with trans master CDs, you know. That's like before in yeah. tra- in trans we trust and in search of sunrise that was like wow. the beginning. Oh, man. It's like 95, 96, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. 
Yeah, and the and yeah. Tiesto also had a series called Forbidden, Par- Forbidden yes. Paradise. Yes, something like I that. still have mm. those CDs. So good, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Almost psychedelic trends. Yeah. The beginning of, of everything. I love it, man. Good memories. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, let's jump back into the future again. In uh, in 2011, you joined Force or something like that. Mm. What What is the first release that you did together as C-Systems? What was the first one that you that you made from beginning to the end? Yeah, it's got to be RE. It's got to be. Unless I've missed one. Was there anything on Unearthed? I think it was to be. And then we, you remixed myself and Luke Terry as a saint. And I'm sure our first release was I don't remember. I think it was. Yeah. I think it, that was our first track. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you guys yeah. have made so much music together. And uh, I just want to jump in uh, on, a, on a little sidestep as well. Because we have to mention, Hannah. Um, because um, you guys have released so much music with Hannah. Yeah, and I already asked you about it in a regular episode of State of Trance as well. Yes. Like, uh, first of all, I would love to know uh, how did you come across? How did you meet Hannah? Um, you know, I met Hannah in two thousand and five, six. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were a couple from that time, and at least twelve years. Okay. So uh, wow. So you know, I was making trance music in the basement, and she was sometimes joining, and then you know, more and more, she got into. And she wanted to sing also, so you know it was just a natural thing happening. So you were a couple. Yes. Oh, we didn't know that. Yeah. Unbelievable. But it explains yeah. a lot, to be honest. Yeah. And then you know, uh, very convenient. She wants to sing. I had music, and I was always, you know, in uh, asking if she wants to try some stuff. And then, yeah, that's that's how we started, and it just developed, you know. And then that's a good story. It's. Mm. Very, com- and she is a very good, uh, you know, uh, song uh, yeah. or lyrics writer and and singer, you know, and she comes up with amazing melodies, you know, love her ideas. So yeah, just this is how we started, and she just became more and more of the C system sound. It was so convenient also to have Hannah, you know, just we need some vocals. Like, honey, AK, Hannah, you come down, down. We need some ad libs. Yes, come on. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and she always came up with uh, came up with some good stuff, you know, and just escalated to. Um, Full track. Amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. That must yeah, have been really nice cool. for you also. Uh, it was a very surreal experience where, you know, I'd, I'd, done, I'd done some stuff with vocals. So one, one of my remixes I was very, very fortunate to have released was I have, um, when Lustral did their, they did an album called, oh my gosh, what was it called? But I remixed a track called Many Years From Now. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was solo and, you know, that got released on Baroque Records. But that was my first experience of working with with vocals. So coming into the C systems kind of environment of an on hand uh, uh, vocalist was surreal. Yeah. How the, it's just the level of um, control and flexibility. Yeah. If you're not happy with something, you know, we can change ha- it. Just change it. You know, we were we were pretty lucky to have Hannah with us. You know, it's very flexible to have. You know. The ability to change anything, you know, lyric or vocal or, you know, add an, uh, put an ad lib or anything yeah. you know, onto the track is like instant <clears throat> you have it, right? So Is yeah, it something you're going to continue in the future as well to work with Hana? Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. Yeah, because, uh, why I bring it up? Because you just released an album yes. together with her, C-Systems and, uh, and Hana Finson. Yes. An unplugged album. Yes. Which I didn't see coming at all. <laughs> no. Actually, sorry. No, um, please. You know, we got the inspiration looking at Garrett Emery did that with uh, his uh, the Lasers uh, album. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, I was fascinated because we have so many good vocal tracks, you know. Yeah. Uh, with Hannah, so why not make an acoustic or unplugged version of some of them, you know? Yeah, and so it that's, made that's how we started. Yeah, it, uh, we are trance producers, sure, absolutely, but we are musicians, you know. I'm a I'm a music teacher. I don't know if you know, so I work in a school. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Um, yeah, which is which is quite cool. So I've I've been involved with music my entire working career you know and we just thought these the problem with trance is always with a short lifespan on a tracks which is the the saddest part about the genre and we're like we've got these eight tracks eight amazing vocals from hannah two of the tracks also though they are um how do you say vocable so they're like r's and oohs and ad libs and stuff and uh, we just thought we need to bring these back and what better way to breathe new life into something but taking it out of genre and putting it into a new context mm-hmm. it's been so much fun so much because um it's not just it's not just about playing along with a piano is it it's like we've orchestrated you know brass sections horns full string sections did and- you use your students for it no you should have that, that, free yeah. labor free, <laughs> yeah there is that you want to have a nice grade sit down now and uh, <laughs> yeah, play some guitar for your teacher yeah yeah there's um oh it's just been great now, really all, cool. all jokes aside because we discussed it before in the podcast as well is that um the core of every release that also for you guys that you do if the song if it stands by itself without any beats without uh any bombastic things going on it's a great song. Yeah. Best mm-hmm. example, Hotel California. It's just a guitar and a vocal, right? Yeah. yeah. So when I heard the, the the teasers that you guys were posting of the album before it got released, I was like, wow, this is actually really good because it's so much outside of the comfort zone of a normal trans producer yeah. that, mm. that basically, um, I don't want to sound, uh, how do you say it, uh, harsh or anything, but there's a lot of template stuff going on. But you guys really just slapped it away and made some something cool out of it. You know, yeah. it, it was a new experience, a, a learning curve because, you know, we recorded all those vocals on top of a beat and, yeah. you know, and then now you're stripping everything away with just the vocals and now you have mm. to, you know, process the vocals totally different on or how you're doing it before, right? So it's, yeah. it, it was a learning curve. I love it. I, I'm, I'm happy you guys did it because I hope a lot of other people are going to do it as well. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. And it would be nice if we can help other people do it, you know, because one of the things about producing trance is not everyone is actually a musician. So, you know, they they might struggle with certain things. And one of the things that we're going to be doing once now the album's out is, you know, we, we want to encourage people to reach out to us and okay. say, look, I've got this idea, you know, can you help us play it on the piano or something like that? And we want to be able to do that because we've got the facility to help people do that. And, um, you know, it's innately, especially in my nature, to want to teach people how to awesome. do things. So, yeah, hopefully we can, we can do that because it's a very... Um, it, it is an uplifting experience, really. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's really nice. Now, mm. something else that I want to discuss, because like I said, you you live in Norway, you live in the UK. And of course, the question is, how is it even possible to make music together if you if you live remote? Don't ask, man. It's, it was complicated. <laughs> yeah, but especially <laughs> because the last three years, you yeah. didn't see each other either. Because No. when Was this the first time also here in the studio again that you see each other for the first, for yeah. the first time? Three, in three years. Yeah. Oh my God, was it emotional seeing each other again? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Aki was crying. Uh, You were laughing. But we speak every day, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Every day. But how, how, okay, let's let's start at the beginning. So, um, 
who comes up with the ideas and, and who puts the ideas into the computer, for example. Just tell me the process of making a tune together in C-Systems world. <laughs> I, c- I can write a complete song from start to finish yeah. in under six hours, no problem. Nice. But Must that, be nice. Yeah. But that's, and then I will spend 50, uh, 50, 50 more weeks to, to <laughs> make it sound good. Yeah, I, I, I'm... You know, I, I have a music idea, musical idea in my head almost all the time. Yeah. I just can't switch off at all. Never, ever. It will come into my head. Sometimes I have to just find a keyboard. I have different keyboards in my house. Just quickly get it written down. Get it transferred to Cubase. So get it down on Cubase. Try and build it as best as I can. And then we transfer the file over to Aki's computer and then begins... The Cubase file. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Then we can begin the collaborative process. And the hell which, begins. And the hell begins, <laughs> which, yes. which Aki can explain with his IT knowledge. Yeah, basically I just remove everything and I just take, <laughs> I just take the MIDI file and I put it into... Like, <laughs> no, like, the, no the, I the believe you. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically how most of the tracks start. Um, usually I take the melody... Uh, sometimes I use your project file. Sometimes I start on a new project file. You know, uh, very often I'm, I working. I work on kicks and bass lines and stuff like this. Have this ready. Yeah. Uh, and then when Matt comes up with something good, I try that melody into this project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the. Uh, or sometimes you know we we use your project file, which of course. Is very it's full nice of errors. It's messy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm a tidy person, but when it comes I to... Can tell, there is a parameter in Spire that Matt has been using for 10 years. It's called Ask Too Wide. Yeah. Do you I know have... what Ask Too Wide does in Spire? No one does. We, no, we don't know. But it's in every, it's project, in every project file I get from him. I find this Ask Too Wide parameter. Automate automation. Never touched it in my life, but every project file, somehow I automate it. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> nice and clean. <laughs> Sorry, so yeah, back to the process. So he sends over um, and then... You have like channel strips ready already and then you started throwing in stuff and you play around with it. Not all the time, to be honest. Sometimes start from scratch, sometimes we... we, I mean, if there was a project we used to, uh, we used before and the kick and the bass was sounding good, we maybe we use that and we start tweaking it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and And then you just bounce up and down ideas. No, no. We can work. When it in, comes to work. my computer, it will stay there forever. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have this like system, like VPN system, where Bush, um, Matt can log into my computer, okay, uh, in my studio, and then he can remote uh, control my screen. And also, we have this mic setup, like we have here, like he can, we can speak in real time. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's so crazy. It's like we're sitting in the same room working, except I cannot see his face. Mm. Uh, so you know, making music and speaking at the same time in real real time audio. So yeah, it's a little through bit, VPN. Uh, yeah, through VPN. Uh, it's a little bit nerdy. So system. it's true collaboration. It's, we don't even once I send the project file to Aki, that's probably the last time I see it. Yeah, because we just don't need to send it back and forth. Yeah, because you sit on one computer making it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've been doing like this for ten years now. Yeah, so, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's very Yeah, because good. I've been working with people and then we use um, something like Audio Mover. I don't know if you know it. You put it as an, on your end bus and then you can basically tune into what's coming out of your DAW. Oh, oh right. right. It's okay. also very nice. But th- this yeah. is another next level because you sit on the same It's screen, the most I flexible, I think, because we mm. tried bouncing files back and forth, but then, you know, you know, I'm a plug-in 
And then you don't have the plugins. <laughs> and he don't have the plugin, and you no. know he's using different versions. And he was on the Mac, so it was like. So I hate that it. with collaboration. Sometimes you work in the same DAW, but then the plugins don't don't load because yeah. it's a VC2 yeah. and a VC3, or yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, or the plugins uh, all go to init or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what it's so smart to keep it on one computer. Yeah. And, and yeah. this solution was completely free. Only all, all you need is a router with VPN capability and a fast internet. Yeah, a little bit. Actually, little in my bit. studio, you know, I have like. 10 megabit slash 1 megabit. Oh, that's still working. So that's well, something that you would uh, definitely recommend to people that work together remotely. Absolutely. I mean... So we can, can we say the software, the audio software, is, we can say it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So Sonobus, which is really, really good. Like it's very stable. The line is very clear. Yeah. And it's free. free, completely free. So it's so... I'm bad with any... What is it called again? Sonobus. Sonobus. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, uh, you know, Aki will, will vouch for me. I'm actually not very good with that sort of thing. So it's just one, two clicks for me. Aki makes like a group on there. I join the group and then that's it. Awesome. Yeah, that's so really good. Cool. So good. Did you ever sit in the studio together? Well, maybe like... In total, maybe five times, if I think. That, if that. <laughs> we made like 50, 60 tracks together and like... Yeah. Hardly in the studio. But I guess yeah. it works maybe better that you yeah. sit remotely as well. Yeah. Do you have like a, a schedule set up for yourself that you're like, okay, let's say Tuesday night we sit together. Or is it something that's a little bit more ad hoc? Yeah, yeah. ad hoc. Very yeah. ad hoc. Some We could have a week where we don't do much together for say four days. Then the next week, you know, three sessions in a row. When inspiration strikes. Yeah, absolutely. And also sometimes, you know, I sneak in the studio without telling you. Or well, I and sneak in the studio without telling you. Because yeah, he logs into your computer. All right. Um, but there's not a lot of time left. But oh. we have actually, we have a lot of questions that came okay. in through Twitter and, and uh, Instagram. So let's dive into that. Uh, Piotr did wants to know, um, what would you like to show under your Akima project compared to C-Systems? I guess that's for you, Ak. Um, more. There's some friends asking questions, I think, here. <laughs> more, <laughs> you know, more progressive sound. That's yeah. deeper? deeper. Yeah, music? deeper. Like mm. one from 120 to 23, 24, okay. up to 130 maybe. Yeah. And trying not to put that into the C-Systems name. We're doing a lot of progressive stuff also, but, you know, trying to separate it from the C-Systems uh, ah, sound, you yeah. know. And it's, you're doing that together as well? Yeah. So Aki, Aki, Aki Matt. Matt. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So why does he get to keep his full name, but you didn't? Because I really like Aki's name. And you I don't you like your own name? No, I hate my you like name. Matt. Matt. We spent six Matt. months <laughs> trying to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, well, okay, okay. Um, Nico1997 wants to know, and how do you know this already? What is the release date of This Is What It Feels Like, the C-System remix? Because you played it on air for the first time. Yes. And how before. does Nico know that you have done this? Because Does he have a login to your VPN as well? No, it's it's out oh, there. Okay. So it's on 1001 track lists. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Armada like track listed it months and months ago. And then everyone was like, we didn't know. I'm, Did I mean, you know? No, we did, we had no idea. <laughs> and, and Armada playlisted it and we were like, oh. <laughs> okay. So we obviously have no idea when the, the release okay, date is. Okay, we need is, to uh, so. ask some people around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, physical Project, of course, uh, a brilliant producer as well. How do you see the future of digital society recordings? Well, that is a interview you, in itself. Yeah, so we are the A&R for DSR, which is, of oh, course, okay. yeah, so that's the... Um, 
uplifting trance. Um, we play a lot of the releases on the show. Yeah, yeah well, thank you, because, you know, you guys are one of our biggest supporters of DSR, which is amazing. So What I like about the Digital Society is that there's a lot of new talents popping through all the time. Absolutely. You know, we were speaking to an artist on Enhance. We were speaking to someone the other day, and one of the real kind of... I'm sure that loads of labels do this, but one thing that we like doing is giving deep feedback on everything we, that we get sent. Yeah. And I'm sure that loads of labels do do that, but it's nice that... Not so much anymore, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. We we are... To have that identified was really cool because we spend a lot of time giving very in-depth feedback. Yeah. And that's something that, again, this probably comes from the teacher thing. You know, I, I want to help new artists get into the industry um, and, and create amazing tracks. And we're very happy with how the DSR sound is. Really clear, you know, melody first, driving energy. Yeah all those sort of tracks. Um, and it should be like this. I mean, the worst thing is if you send a demo to a label and you don't get any feedback, just yes or no, you know, you don't know what's You're like, wrong with it. Why didn't you like it? Exactly. Yeah, of well, course, it's... Well, how can I improve it? I've been in the, in the A&R position also here at Amada for a long time as well. And sometimes you, you get hundreds of demos a day. Sometimes you just... Even if you reply, then it's already too much work, to be honest. I yeah. know it's it sounds harsh, but... No, no. Um, you must really like something already to give feedback I guess yeah that's yeah. true that's true and sometimes I experienced it myself as well before before I start working for here at the state of trends I sent demos myself also to Sonder there was still A&R here yeah no reply yeah so I know what it feels like especially yeah. when you see SoundCloud it has been played <laughs> oh. <laughs> and no response yeah you no just want to sit in yeah. the corner crying so I've been there I've no, I know yeah. the experience so yeah. I try myself to reply as, to as much demos as possible but sometimes you just can't right because yeah, you only yeah. have a limited amount of Hours in a day. Yeah. yeah. Even though you try to help everybody, of course. Yeah. The question point. from um, other Norwegians. Well, it's already been answered. The Blizzards. How did you guys meet? Well, you already yeah. explained it. Who unearthed it? Now we jump to Instagram. These were the questions from Twitter. Instagram. Vector Vito wants to know, what is the C and what exact uh, type of trends can we expect in the future? So the C, C systems is Samuel Jackson. Yes, computer systems. That's, that's the <laughs> computer name. Computer systems. I think that was the company he was referring to. Oh my gosh! Computer okay. systems. Something. That sounds to like such a Marvel thing. Yes. Yeah, C systems. Yeah. Computer systems. <laughs> like in the 1990s when computers are taking over the world. Yeah, that's it. Here's I'm Samuel Jackson taking it all away. Yeah, I understand. Transglobia. Uh, are there any new remixes in the work? Yeah, you heard, let's count, one, at least a couple of them. I mean, they're not ID, so we can talk about them. So the first track we're really happy with. So that original's been out for a while on Pure Trance. That's Aldous, he's an Australian producer, and that's called On My Own, and that was our remix. Mm -hmm. Um, Solar Stone, so Rich asked us to remix that, and um, we were like, we have to... We have to start our guest mix with that. So that will be out at some point. And the last track, which is DJTH and Deidre McLaughlin, Rain On To Me, mm-hmm. that's a Digital Society track. And uh, it just didn't get the um, the traction we were thinking it would get. And it's such a cool track. And anything Deidre does vocal-wise is amazing. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. we were like, yeah. And we were like, we have to, again, you know, the, the short lifespan of a trance track Let's get that. Let's put the C system sound on it. And um, yeah, really happy with that one. It's cool. cool yeah, track. that's a good one. Well, you're talking about the lifespan of a track. And I think that's that's also on all of us, right? Sometimes we just release too much music. Yeah. Because uh, in the past, if you look at the beginning of A State of Trends, um, before I was involved as well, a track was out on vinyl, which was more special, I guess. And, and then a track would get played 
five or six times. Mm. Hardly happens anymore, except for you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we this week, we yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, it was yeah. the fifth play for every star, right? So yeah, mm. so that was a, that. So maybe it's also should be on us that we should have some music to play a little bit more than just two weeks. But there's yeah. so much good new music. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it works two ways, right? There's too much good new music, and on the other side, you want to support some some stuff a little bit more. Mm. Anyways, enough rant. So every start, there's actually another question about that from Ngatba uh, Widlung. I hope I didn't slay your name right there. We need more tracks like Every Star. I can't lo- stop listening to it. Are you guys planning to release something in the same style? Yes, we are. Yeah. W- who knows when that... W- yeah. Yeah. We definitely are. So <laughs> instrumental <laughs> banger, basically. Yeah. We played that track in our guest mix. We did. We did, but we can't ID that one yet. Oh, that's oh, an okay, ID ID. Okay. okay, all right. Okay, so that's okay. the ID ID in your guess. So that's basically the follow-up of every star. Yes. I like it. Very MY cool. wants to know, what's your creative process like? And so you already explained it as well. And how do you find your inspiration? That's a good question. Like, what is the ultimate thing that you're like, wow, okay, I need to make this into music, something like that? That is a really good question. Everything. Like, I mean, I, I analyze every track. I hear almost, how did they do this? What's yeah. the chord progression? So you, know, you look at it as a science, basically. Yeah, and on yeah. the other side, you're the creative person that just that's, has melodies in your head all the time. And maybe that's why things work so well, because Aki is really so, yeah. analytical, and I and I cannot switch off from melodies. They are literally from... And, and it sounds over, like an over-exaggeration, but it is all the time. Um, and it's quite... It's a blessing in a way, but it's just, wow, there's, a, there's an idea. I'll just get that down, boom, organic. Yeah. And you're... OCD on how it sounds like. I'm the filter. Yeah. I already said this on, on air as well on the radio show. When Because I can see her on the CDJs. I can see what you're playing. And one of the files, file names was New Kick. I saw it in the file. <laughs> oh. And then I was looking at you. And then oh. you were looking at each other. You were like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, you guys are talking about the kick right now. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Yeah, well, yeah the kick was too boomy. So we tried a different kick. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Solution. For, okay. The last question already. Uh, who inspired you to make trends and who started to make trends first? Ooh. Yeah. But Elena, that's 69, Luca wants to know. So, yeah, we, we discussed this kind of a um, little bit as well. Like, um, yeah, you both started at a very early age. Mm. Basically yeah. started making music already. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it already. Thank you so much for Amazing. answering all of these thank questions. You, Please no, thank keep, you. keep up the great work. Big <laughs> fans you. of you on the show, of course. Oh, thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, please check Unplugged Sea Systems and Hannah Finson. It's a beautiful piece of music. Uh, eight tracks from dance floor into something beautiful, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so thank much, you guys. So much, all right. Next time, a new podcast. We have Andrea Ribeca here, former, of course, uh, New Energy, together with Giuseppe Ottaviani. He's going to be here in the studio. So see you next time for a new podcast. Bye-bye. To check full episodes of A State of Trance for free, simply visit arminradio.com. A, a, a State of Trance returns next week.